Hello and welcome to Fed Talks. This is EJ. Guys, this is the 10th episode. Double digits. Equal to the number of both fingers and toes, separately not combined. I I have as many episodes as John from Cincinnati does. And I know that's a go-to joke about uh about uh uh overrated prestige television but that's legitimately one of my favorite shows and i probably watch the whole thing at least once a year get into it guys john from cincinnati it's better than anybody let you believe uh, if this were presidents it would be john tyler who succeeded william henry harrison after he died of pneumonia if this episode was were was a james bond movie it'd be it'd be uh uh from russia with love the best roger moore movie if it was a Marvel movie, it'd be it'd be Guardians of the Galaxy. If if this episode was a Doctor Who, it would be David Tennant. Guys, everything's in place for this to be good, right? Not so fast. First off, let's just uh, just acknowledge this is <laughs> it's my first episode under the Biden administration. <laughs> That's a way to make me sound needlessly important. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but this week has been sort of sort of a roller coaster because I think a lot of people were expecting something terrible to happen uh, on Inauguration Day, and we were certainly geared up for it, and then kind of nothing did, which should be a relief, but it also makes me think, whoa, what's uh, what's <laughs> what do they have in store for us? And there, I mean, there's still sort of that 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 joy of not having to have Trump be the main character of your life anymore, or to have any power at all, really. Uh, but also, it's not like everything is just fixed now. So it's been a lot. I think I think people had a lot of a lot of fears and expecta- expectations going into this week, and I don't know. I'm not smart enough to talk about politics. It's not, I'm not afraid. You know what? If you're listening to me and you don't agree with me on everything, stop listening right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> everything. I'll make a list of all my opinions later so you can confirm. Maybe it'll be a BuzzFeed quiz. Um, so, uh, I have been having, it's been a, uh, politics aside, it's been sort of a, it's been sort of a weird week, uh, I say that a lot, but it's the pandemic and I've been dealing with depression and that's just a fact of life. Uh, But this week, you know, partly because of all that inauguration stress and just some uh, some things going on in my life, I've been sort of uh, I've been a little out of sorts and I've been my brain is bad is what it is, is uh, it's. Just the last few days, I've been like I haven't been able to remember things, and I've been uh, see you can already tell, like just making dumb mistakes and just my I'm not all there, and it just sort of feels it just feels like a fog. And yes, everybody has already told me that's a symptom of COVID. So thank you for giving me that to worry about too. I think it might just be be sudden onset dumbness. Uh, we'll get to the bottom of it. 
Uh, here's a a it's but it's caused some issues at work. I've just forgot and I've forgotten things, and I've had to return home after leaving important things, which you know is not unheard of. People forget stuff, but it's just been a lot this week. And I was doing a crossword puzzle. Yeah, this is a fun story about me doing a crossword puzzle. And uh, the the answer was uh, the clue was pointing to Oscar Wilde. The answer was was Wilde. Uh, and I don't even remember the clue. It might have been about uh, Dorian Gray or something like that. And I knew who it was referring to. And I could remember all these things about Oscar Wilde. Like, I could remember what he looked like. And I could remember that uh, it's called The Picture of Dorian Gray. But everybody thinks it's The Portrait of Dorian Gray because that sounds better. But no, it's The Picture. Um, I can remember the, the lead character in the, the Melmoth Ark of Cerebus was based on him. Uh, I remembered his last words were possibly apocryphally, either the wallpaper goes or I do. I can remember all these things about Oscar Wilde, and I could not remember his name to save my life. I just kept pulling up blanks, and I just, and it was so frustrating because I, I, I don't want to get into why I'm afraid of losing my mind, although that should be, I mean, that's probably, a, nobody is looking forward to that, but uh, it's a sore subject for me. But uh, uh, so I'm, and I'm trying to come up with the name Oscar Wilde, and I know I could, I know the answer, I just can't think of the name. I could have just Googled Dorian Gray and I would have had it, but that would have been cheating. And I, it's like for several minutes, I just could not conjure up the name Oscar Wilde and I couldn't move off that clue and before and once I finally figured it out, I was so happy. And then I realized that I was crying and I don't know if I was crying from happiness at getting it or from sadness at not at having lost my mind and not being able to think of Oscar Wilde's name. And it's not even like I'm an Oscar Wilde fan. It's not like I forgot, uh, you know, Tom Waits or Batman. Boy, I'm really showing my true colors there, huh? Uh, you know, it's he's not a major part of my life, but it was it was. I'm dumber now than I used to be, and this episode might be rough sledding as a result, and for that, I apologize. Uh, and like I said, people keep telling me it's a symptom of COVID, and so I have that to worry about now, too. Uh, you know what? Let me just say this. This is not even something I feel super comfortable saying, but my friends have heard me say it for years. Is uh, I used to do say this thing in stand-up and in real life. Uh, about how I make all my financial and health decisions uh, on the premise that I, I won't live past 45, which is still largely true. I am falling apart, and I am going to cease to be an economically viable human being uh, shortly. And I said that for so long, and then I turned 45, and I realized I had to stop saying that for fear of what I might conjure into the world. And... I've got like four and a half months now and I'm, I'm afraid I, I conjured up my own it follows. That's going to track me uh, to the ends of the earth. And guys, I'm so looking, Hey, I'm a metaphor for the entire country because I'm so looking forward to 46. Hey, that worked out nicely. Look at me. I'm the new Mark Russell. I had a conversation about Mark Russell earlier this week. I don't know if he's alive or not. I should have looked it up the first time this came up, so I don't know if I can be the new Mark Russell or if I could just be his understudy. I cannot play the piano. I'm also probably the youngest person ever to make a reference to Mark Russell. 
Um, so I, I do, uh, I put notes on my phone about what I want to talk about every every time I record an episode, just to, uh, you know, a few words. And I probably said this before. It's been 10 episodes. I can't check the backlog. But every single time I, the first thing I type is intro as if I will, if that's that not there, I will forget to say my name and the name of the show. And I will just start you off in media res with me talking about my favorite episode of, of the leftovers or something. I have very little confidence in myself and it's probably earned or unearned. However, that sentence makes sense. I told you guys I got brain fog. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm genuinely getting worried. You know, this seems so dark, but I'm kind of curious if anybody else has done something like this. And, uh, uh, I did not get a lot of response to me asking for any non-dorks who watched WandaVision to tell me what they thought. So I just, I just put these, these questions out into the world and nobody responds, but I feel better for having said them. Um, but early on in sort of the lockdown, when I was at my, probably at my, my lowest, uh, I, I gave my friend Becky contact information for all of my friends who she doesn't know personally so that she could contact them if I died. And on the one hand, that's an absolutely wild thing to think and do, but also there you know, there is a pandemic and it's happening. And I have friends who live far away who wouldn't necessarily know right away if something happened and they'd just think I was mad at them or got kicked off social media or something. So, but also just the fact of doing, of, of you know, sending phone numbers and saying, hey, okay, these are the people you need to get in touch with if I die. Uh, I don't know. It's... I mean, I made a good choice uh, in terms of the steward of my my uh, mortality. And this is, I also, I feel bad because this is the, it's been 10 episodes and I've mentioned all of my other friends and this is the first time I've mentioned Becky. And you may say, no, you've mentioned Becky. I have two friends named Becky and they're both in the TV watching group that gets used to get together on Sundays back when we could be in the same room. And it's confusing. And so I've, re I've resisted mentioning other Becky because I didn't want to have to explain that there are two Beckys. But there are. This one, the one who has to call people if anything happens to me, is, is Sam's sister. And I feel bad that I've defined both Beckys in relation to men in their life, as in Sam's sister or Brad's wife. But in, in fairness to me, uh, both Beckys are... are uh, short artists who work at the same museum. So it's it's real hard to pull a distinguishing thing from there unless you've met them. They used to be college roommates, actually. That was probably very confusing. Even, you know, they didn't work at the same museum then because they were, they were in, in college. They didn't have time to work at a museum. So they're, they're kind of merging into the same person, I think, is what's ultimately going to happen. Uh, but... Yeah, so I've mentioned other Becky now, and I felt bad about not doing that because she's very nice. In fact, she and I had one... I don't usually fight with my friends. It, like, I don't know if I, I just give in or I, I, I bail the first time somebody's mad at me. 
And it wasn't even really a fight because I don't think she knew I was really mad until I wasn't mad anymore, so it didn't matter. But, uh, and she was trying to be helpful, but she she invited somebody I had a crush on to a, a thing I was going to be at. And more exposure to me does not make somebody like me better. And, you know, I really got to, I really got to prep if I'm going to, going to be around somebody I, I like. I can't just be regular EJ. I got to, I got to step it up. And I was not in the mood and it stressed me out. And I was kind of mad that, and, uh, you know, and she was just being nice, but I, I was, I was mad and I've always kind of felt bad about that because I, I rarely get mad and I was mad at somebody who was just trying to help. I'm a jerk is what I'm saying. I'm a bad friend. But again, I don't think she th knew I was really mad until I, until I wasn't mad anymore. So I guess no harm, no foul. I don't know, man. She listens to the show. She's going to hear it. And probably now is when she find out. Also, things didn't really work out. So, but you know what? I can't put that on anybody but me. I'll take that weight. Um, I was thinking I was, I don't have much, I couldn't really come up with any even notes for anything I wanted to say because of, because I'm just dumb this week. So I had a, I had a couple of things to say about television, uh, which I hope is okay. I don't know if people want me to talk about TV or not. I won't do it all. I, I do it on like every episode. Let's face it. This is who I am. Um, Still waiting to hear what people who aren't dorks think of WandaVision. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. This week's episode was was weird and fun, and I like the way they're kind of jumping forward a decade with every episode in terms of the the TV shows they're they're uh, pastiching. I don't think you can make that a verb, but doing a pastiche of also felt bad to say, and I couldn't think of a better word. Um. But you know what I mean. So that, that's that been good. Um, I, you know what? I've talked a lot about BattleBots because I love it so much. I got the the Discovery streaming service. I am sharing streaming services with, with a friend who I will not name because I feel like I might go to jail for, for sharing passwords. And I'm not going to name accomplices. But there's a spinoff, a BattleBots spinoff on the streaming show and on streaming service, and it is markedly better than the regular show. It's just punchier. There's less, uh, you know, there, it seems like there's less filler. There's more robot fighting. Uh, so that, I watched a bunch of those, and that was very fun. Uh, I think the TV show Mr. Mayor is very good. The Ted Danson as the mayor of Los Angeles. Uh like Tina Fey and Robert Carlock are maybe my favorite comedy makers, which is, again, is not the way you say that. Guys, I might really have the vid. Uh, my brain's so fuzzy. Um, But like if I, you know, gun to my head, my favorite, favorite TV comedies ever are probably, uh, I mean, definitely Arrested Development and uh, probably Parks and Rec after that, maybe. But I just, those two are Tina Fey and Robert Carlock are maybe just my f favorites at, at just making stuff. Like I, their shows maybe make me laugh harder than any others. I just sort of like the, the way they layer jokes and the way the jokes are weird. And 
I don't know. They, they just, they, those two, they make a show. They hit it out of the park for me. Plus, I'm increasingly, increasingly convinced that the Bobby Moynihan character on that show is, is like intentionally a parody of me. And I don't even know how, uh, how Face slash Carlock know I exist, but they're they're satirizing me and i'm kind of on board with it there was a very funny batman joke in this week's episode that i wish i would have come up with um speaking of batman guys this is the thing i definitely talked about before but during this whole whole lockdown isolation thing i have i've been dealing with just wicked insomnia at various points uh it, like right at the beginning of lockdown, it was real bad and it hasn't gotten normal in the time since, but it's, you know, for, for a while I had the nice rhythm of, of I get to sleep every other night and it's like, okay, I can live on that. And, uh, you know, this whole thing, that's why I watched Perry Mason 40 times this summer, but it's been kicking in again the last couple of weeks, just, just this boy is not sleeping, which may contribute to the brain fog. This might be a uh, uh, very simple cause and effect that does not mark me for any sort of, of plague. Um, and sometimes I can just lay down with the TV on and maybe I'll go to sleep and maybe I won't. And uh, so I'm always kind of looking for something I can just kind of have on that will uh, soothe me and be pleasant and I'll enjoy enough if I'm awake that I won't get mad uh, that something stupid is going into my face holes. And guys, HBO Max has Batman the Animated Series now. The uh, The series from, ran from like 1992 to 97. It is my favorite version of Batman. I love this show very much. I have the entire series on VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray, so I don't need HBO Max to bring it to me. But the fact that I can just make it happen from the couch is is great. And so that is what I've been watching at night when I can't sleep. And as a result, I have seen 38 episodes of Batman the Animated Series this week. And... You know what? Other than the fact that I am I am so tired, I might burst into tears before I finish recording this. Uh, I got no complaints. That show holds up. I will say, if you're going to start, sit down with your HBO Max and watch every episode of Batman the Animated Series. Uh, they, they've, they have them in sort of a weird running order, which isn't too bad because there's not really continuity for the most part. And they put all the two-parters next to each other. You know, part two immediately followed by part one, which people have screwed up in the past. Uh, but the the first two episodes, the ones they have first, uh, the cat and the claw, are they're a little bit janky. Like they might be doing this in production order, and those the like the the art's a little weird yet. Uh, and like the cool thing about that show was how how uh, how simple and clean the look is, and there's these weird like over-rendered close-ups of Batman when suddenly he has lips and cross-hatching on his face. And it's really weird. And you see it and just like, Whoa! <laughs> like any time a Simpsons character looks straight at the camera and it's just, no, that's not right. So, 
save, I mean, they're fine. Save those. But if you're not familiar with the show, they're not the best introduction to it. Uh, you skip to skip to number three. That's on Leather Wings, which was intended to be the series premiere. And then right after that, you have the Mr. Freeze episode. That's one of the best of the whole series. And then you're, you're off to the races. Just the, the, the ones HBO Max has, the first two they have on there are, are kind of janky. And maybe watch them till later too when you're, you're sold on the show and you go, hey, well, this is episodes about Catwoman. Let's, let's see this. Uh, so that's, that's what I've been doing is watching, uh, watching that almost exclusively. Another thing I did before I realized I could watch Batman all night was uh, sometimes I try to not watch TV and hope that'll make me fall asleep. But that's when my brain really gets to stick it to me and and, you know, usually makes me question my decisions and uh, uh, try to figure out how I've disappointed everybody I care about, that sort of thing. Uh, but earlier, early this week, I went on a real sort of journey because I couldn't stop thinking about like uh, uh, creative people, uh, whether it was in music or cartoonists or, or people who made TV shows that I was a fan of in the 90s and kind of lost track of as I, as I became an adult with a mortgage and stuff. Not to imply you're not an adult if you don't have a mortgage. I just, I was an adult who had a mortgage very early and I lost track. I couldn't... Uh, indulge in nothing but pop culture god that sentence was bad too i can't talk today this is how i live now so i started looking up uh names of people I, i'd lost track of and let me tell you it seems like every single one of them went one of three ways it's either they either they're either maga guys uh the sex creeps or dead and I was thinking it might be a fun segment where I just come up with uh, uh, three people I used to be a fan of but lost track of and just run or look them up on Wikipedia and see whether see which of the three, uh, MAGA guy, sex creep, or dad. And if I could hit all three, uh, all three outcomes with, with my randomly list, chosen list of three, I would win a prize from myself or something. And I thought, let's be honest, I'm going to have to start doing segments or something at some point because I only have so much to say. And as as uh, proven this week, I am getting dumber. I am not. We're it's it's a reverse flowers for Algernon situation coming here. Or I guess it's any time past the two thirds mark of flowers for Algernon because he loses his intelligence after gaining it. I still remember that. I can't remember who Daniel Keyes. Daniel Keyes wrote it. If that's wrong, don't tell me. I don't tell me. Let me think. I still can remember this. Uh, so I, I, you know, I thought that would be fun, but I was such, you're not going to believe this. I was such a dork in the nineties. I know I seem so cool now. You can't imagine it would, there's even a possibility that I would be a, 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 a sad dork. Uh, as a young man, I know, put your monocle back in. And most of the people I could come up with would probably not be known to a wider audience. So it would not be nearly as interesting as, uh, as it would be if I 
liked people who were popular. But then if they were popular, you'd probably know how they turned out. You wouldn't have delightful surprises like finding out that uh, Flaming Carrot creator Bob Burden is a MAGA guy. What a surprise. That's really a bummer. I liked his, I liked his, his, I liked Flaming Carrot a lot. Uh, he was a huge fan of that, actually. I used to wear exclusively Flaming Carrot t-shirts for, for like a, a year in high school. Uh, I guess Flaming Carrot was the original Tease by Summer. Uh, that's a plug for my sponsor. Look at that. Seamless. Like, he actually got COVID and still thought it was a hoax. And masks are dumb. You know, that sort of thing. And then uh, John Chris Felusi, who created uh, Ren and Stimpy. Big old sex creep. Guys, that bummed me out so bad. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, Mark Rogers, who wrote the Samurai Cat novels, Samurai Cat novels, passed away f several years ago. That was very sad because he didn't seem to be either a MAGA guy or a sex creep. So we could have used him on the team. So that's the segment I probably will not do, but I've done it now because my brain is bad and I don't have a lot to say this week. Um, really got to figure out how to do this guest stuff. Uh, I'm going to have Sam on soon. Uh, we have my friend Rachel, who has a segment, which is very exciting, and I can't really do it with anyone but her. Partly because she created it, but partly because, and you know, I could steal it. I could. You think Scott Ackerman was the first guy to do Would You Rather? No, sir, he was not. Uh, but you know, I don't. For one thing, I don't want to. I don't want to be a thief. I'm not calling Scott Ackerman a thief. The public Would You Rather's public domain. Let's be honest. I just don't want to get on Scott Ackerman's bad side. I want to be in Comedy Bang Bang one day. One day when I have something to plug. Um, <laughs> the idea of me having something to plug is very funny. Uh, but also this segment would not be fun with anybody else because uh, uh, Rachel and I are simil similarly obsessed with uh, uh, a certain kind of, of pop culture minutia, one would say one would say, God, that doesn't sound like a thing the way I talk. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm Look, my book about how to be good at podcasting comes out on Tuesday. Honestly, I'm real busy at work at the end of the month, so I probably will not get a chance to read it before I record the next episode. So you got one more bad one. But after that, guys, sky's the limit. All of a sudden, this is going to be a good podcast where I have things to say and maybe my voice will be pleasant to listen to. I don't know how a book can change that, but I am. You have no idea how badly I'm hoping it will. Like maybe, maybe I've just been talking wrong all these years. Like everybody else just has a thing they do with their throat before they start making words come out and it makes their voices normal. And I don't know to do that. And, and this is what you have. It's they taught it in school the day I wasn't there or something. Do you ever have it where somebody in your life has a weird idea about a thing that's like universal and it's just like they the only example the only example I can think of is bathroom related but like I think my friend Billy thinks people everybody poops way more often than they actually do. Like he has in the past made references that that made me think he assumes 
multiple dumps a day are the standard for every person. And you have to go, hey, man, that's that's not how most of us live, man. That's like, bless your heart and all. But uh, we, we don't do it that often. Uh, I legit do not remember what I was talking. Oh, about how I'm bad at talking. <laughs> You know what? Every so often I decide an episode is not fit to be heard by people. So I just start from scratch and re-record it. And I haven't done that in a few weeks. And this today, this is as good as it's going to get. I, I, You deserve better, but I, I've lost my wits and I'm just just saying stuff. Um, for the second week in a row, I had a, I had a note that I wanted to talk about how much I hate 80s nostalgia. And maybe I'll get to that next week because, man, I am just. Let's stop talking about Ghostbusters already. Come on. It came out 37 years ago. You know, when Ghostbusters was coming out, people weren't always still dressing up like a movie, from, you know, some movie from 1947. If I could think of any movies that definitely came out in 1947, I would cite them right now. But. You know what I mean? Like, I've never, I've been pretending I've seen The Goonies since 1985, and I'm not going to pretend anymore. I haven't seen it. And I'm not going to see it because I'm no longer a child and it's no longer the 80s. There's no point. I know context clues is enough to fake it. Uh, I don't care. Why am I taking it out on The Goonies? I don't know, guys. I've got brain fog. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I watch Batman cartoons instead of sleeping. This podcast is increasingly increasingly becoming a cry for help, isn't it? No, things are mostly okay. I'm afraid people are going to hear this and then worry about me. And I don't want anyone to do that. I mean, there's enough stuff in the world to worry about. There's, I'm, I'm getting a book about how to podcast better. It'll be fine. Uh, wow, I kind of hit 30 minutes and I feel like I should wrap up because I... Am, am rapidly running out of words that I can think of. Um, I finally posted my top 10 TV shows of 2020 over on spunkybean.com, so check that out. And as always, uh, remember to check out our, our sponsor, teasebysummer.com. Uh, buy a shirt or at the... Vi Look, if it's too cold to buy a t-shirt where you live, like that would just be an unreasonable expense at this time, I understand. I would, I mean, still think about the future. It'll be a little gift to yourself come come, come April or May where you go, hey, I have that rad new t-shirt I can start wearing. But even if you're not going to buy right now, and you, you will buy a shirt, I know you will. You're decent people. Uh, at least go and favorite the, favorite the store on Etsy uh, because that helps with some kind of algorithm. And I am increasingly certain that I don't know for sure what algorithm means. And I attribute a lot of things to it. But do that. Visit, buy a shirt. Like the store. Just, it's, it's all good stuff. And I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to say this now because I keep forgetting to do it. And maybe if I say it out loud. Uh, and nobody will enjoy this. But I, 
I always have the idea whenever whenever there's a new design posted, uh, I always want to. I think it would be very funny to uh, to you know tweet out the link on social media and call it a must cop for Lakers fans, <laughs> which for those of you who aren't me is a. It's not only a reference to another podcast, but it's a reference to another podcast talking about a promotional video for Lakers merchandise. But to me, it's very funny to call to call clothing a must cop for Lakers fans. So remind me to do that next time there's a new design. I will tweet that. Speaking of, you can uh, I don't recommend you follow me on Twitter. I'm not really I really only tweet out podcast links. Or like maybe one joke a day and those aren't very good. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm trying to sort of be off Twitter. Partly because somebody I was friends with was mean to me several months ago. Uh, somebody who's definitely not listening to this. So if you're listening to this, I am not I am not implying you. Uh, you know, back in, back in October. So it was mean to me. And now I feel like I'm being judged by them because they won't unfollow me. They've made it clear I'm that we're not talking anymore, but but they won't unfollow. Again, if you're listening to this, it is definitely not you. I do not wish to be specific, but the person who is was mean to me has never listened to a podcast before and certainly wouldn't start with this one. Uh so I'm just Yeah, but it's still you don't follow me, but you can if you have uh any thoughts or you want me to talk about something you can you can tweet it at me and i will i will see it uh you can email me at fedtalks at yahoo.com an email address that i forget exists as soon as i stop recording uh on instagram it's i think it's ej underscore fetus again don't i wouldn't recommend following me i don't post very much uh i don't interact with people Every once in a while, I have a funny picture, but it's fine. You don't need to see it. Uh, you can, I mean, you can. It's not like I'm going to turn you away, but you're not getting good Instagram value out of me. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not a good social media follow. You know, there's very, this is the best format in which to take me in. And this is not even good, but it will be once I get that book. I am going to read that book. I'm going to become a podcasting dynamo. There's probably going to be helpful tips like have some idea of what you're going to say or have some sort of premise or don't call your podcast bad multiple times during your podcast. I mean, you know, it, it's, it worked for the Doughboys, yes, but I am not the Doughboys. As much as, <laughs> as, as, much as I look like both of them. I, sometimes I wear. I am. If, if you're a podcast person, you've seen the the Doughboys logo with the little cartoon Mitch and the cartoon Weiger. Uh, and one time I was wearing that shirt, and somebody asked me which of them I am. And on the one hand, why would I be wearing a shirt with a picture of me on it? But also, like that's what Mitch does, so it makes sense. So I'm sort of the. If the Doughboys had a baby who was somehow older than both of them, it would be me. <laughs> it's 
it's funny now to think of, of my friend Brad listening to this and not understand anything I've said for the last seven minutes. Uh, also, my friend Brad, who is a, a very nice man who I did say I want him to be on the show so that you can all hear him just disapprove of me. Uh, I didn't actually ask him if he would be on the show, but he heard me say it. <laughs> he heard me say it and still let me know. Absolutely not. So you guys, you guys don't get to witness Brad in action. And you know what? You're all worse off for it. Yeah, I'll say it. I don't know. I don't know why I said, yeah, I'll say it. If I were confident in my editing abilities, I would cut that out. But honestly, I'm going to have a hard enough time converting the file on this one so I can upload it. Ah, hopefully next time I talk to you, I will be less dumb. The signs aren't pointing to, to that, but let's keep our fingers crossed. I'll do some more crossword puzzles, see if that makes me smarter. Uh, I guess that's it. Uh, sorry I didn't do a, a full ad this week, but I didn't stop for a drink, so that's usually what causes me to do ads. But you know where you're supposed to buy your shirts. Come on. Let's, let's, not, let's not be coy. All right. Thanks for thanks for listening to this mad ramble. Um, I'll see you next week, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Um, I know I've got people who listen every week, and even though I know most of them by name, no, you know what? Not even though it makes it sound like they're less appreciated. I do appreciate people I know listening to this. I appreciate anybody who listening to this weirdness and. I have scratched my beard like seven times this episode, and you can probably hear it. My beard is big and crazy now, and I feel like when I touch it, it is sending shockwaves right through the microphone. I apologize for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it a day so I can really just settle into some good beard scratching. Yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> 